0: It's Monday, March 15th. Last night I didn't win a Grammy, but I did win a Grampy. That's a golden hearing aid with the words, Back in my day, inscribed on the side. Let's take a long walk to Cleveland. What is happening, everybody. I'm Rudy Povich. This is A Long Walk to Cleveland. Thank you so much for subscribing on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher. You can find me on Instagram at Rudy underscore Povich. First and foremost, uh, a couple of things we're going to get to today. Talk a little bit about uh, technology and how it's forming not only our social relationships, uh, relationships, but also past relationships. And um, I want to uh, give a shout-out to a, uh, to a, a local pod, not a local podcast, but a Minnesota podcast, I should say. I'll talk about that in just a second. Uh, but first, uh, let's talk about this. The Grammys. Are they progressively just getting shittier as time is going on? I think the answer would have to be yes. Uh, Grammys on last night, I believe the 68th annual. Uh, It was right around Grammy number, like, 27 is where I just stopped. There's nothing that's come of it since then that has actually been something of relevance. Am I right? Like, every time that they have an opportunity to do something great, they screw it up. And it all started with Best Metal Record going to Jethro Tull when Metallica was in the same category. Ah. That's a classic, man. You got to look that up. Uh, which I can't play any audio today. I, I apologize. Usually, what happens is uh, I get done with the show, I go into one of the studios, and I have all the bells and whistles and all the gadgets and the knickknacks to be able to like run audio and do intros and. And unfortunately, uh, they had a couple of things going on in some studios, so I got uh, booted to the home studio, which doesn't have any of that stuff. We're working on it. We'll get there. Um, but the, yeah, Grammys last night. <laughs> We have to be done with the Zoom award shows, right? It's clunky. It doesn't make sense. They're recording all of these acceptance speeches. People don't even know if they won or not. They're just sort of guessing, like, they just wanted me to do this in case I won. Well, that's not fun. The only thing that, like, made it somewhat enjoyable last night was watching Bill Burr. Because I think if you didn't watch it, like I said, damn it, I can't play any audio today. Um... If, uh, if you hadn't watched it, there was some guy who was up there playing a piano solo and Bill basically just walked right out after this super somber moment and the next gal who was introducing him, who I don't know who the hell she was, uh, basically he said, Am I the only one who wanted to kill himself during that piano solo? And people are lighting him up. Just saying, like, how dare he make fun of suicide? The thing about Bill Burr is... You could try to cancel that dude all day long. And it ain't gonna work. Cause Bill Burr don't care. That's the that's the secret ingredient to getting past people. Everybody who calls for your head or they want your job, doesn't matter. If you don't care and you don't apologize, they eventually go away. Trader Joe's got it right. People were on Trader Joe's case about changing the name of Trader Giuseppe when it came to like their Italian line. I believe there was also another name, Trader was it Trader Jose? Trader Jose and some of their their beans or any of their taco seasoning, that was Trader Jose. That makes sense. And when people were saying they needed to change it, Trader Joe's was like, you guys can go pound sand. (laughs) We ain't changing nothing. And everybody stopped going after him. It's the same thing with Bill Burr, which I applaud. And it's not even like he did anything terrible. We're all just like, you know, looking to complain about something. But there is one story that I wanted to bring up. If you got a moment today, look up a guy. Uh, he goes by the name of Jimmy Duck. Is it Howard? Jimmy Duck Howard, I believe it is. Um, Yeah, great blues player from Mississippi. I was watching the story yesterday on CBS Sunday Morning. So this guy is a blues player. He owns this kind of run-down grocery store in some small podunk place in Mississippi. And one day his... I don't know if he's got a manager or something. Guy comes in and is like, hey, we're going to take you to Nashville to go do some sightseeing. The dude is like in his, you know, 70s. And he says, all right. He goes, yeah, grab your guitar. So they throw the guitar in the van. He thinks he's going to Nashville to just go check out what's going on, you know? Take a couple of pictures, see the sights. Get a chance to check out Nashville and all of its glory, which is fine. Everything outside of Nashville is kind of tough, but inside, that's where you got to be. But, uh... No, lo and behold, man, they were driving him up to Nashville so that he could go hang out with Dan Auerbach, who is the lead singer and guitar player for the Black Keys, and Dan produced that guy's blues record out of nowhere. guy's never sat down, played the same song twice, the same way, and Dan just got a recording, basically stuck a microphone in a room and went, go. And 12 songs later, he is nominated for a Grammy. He didn't win last night. I'm not sure exactly who did. I'm not a blues guy. Uh, I enjoy it when it's in front of me. If I'm walking past, you know, a blues festival and I see it uh, off in the distance, I'll walk up and check it out. But I'm not going to go and suss it out, you know. I know there's people that like, the, they love all forms of music and every every style of music brings them joy. Not one of those dudes. I got like three styles. They all suck. <laughs> They're the worst styles of music ever. But I don't know. I, I love the story and, of course, I love the black keys. They can do no wrong. All right, moving on. I um, want to say what up to uh, my good buddy, Patrick Patches Olson. You might recognize that name. I've shared some stuff from Patrick before. uh, sh- uh shared his podcast this morning because uh, he is a wealth of information and something good to listen to. He's got a podcast called The uh, The Lone Ranger. No, excuse me. Let me rephrase that. The Lone Angler. And he is, um, man, this, all this dude does is fish. I mean, and Here's the thing. Some people get in where they fit in. Um, Patrick has found where he fits in. And the other day, you know, just the way technology is, he fired me off 10 bucks through Venmo and went, hey, dude, go buy yourself a beer. It's an admirable move, you know? That's what friends do, and I love that technology. And he's a good guy, and uh, you should definitely check him out. If you go check out my Facebook, you can see uh, the podcast that I shared this morning. And if you're an outdoors guy, and especially if you're a fisherman, this guy has got, oh, every time I talk to him or listen to that podcast, you're always catching uh, something new, some sort of new information that you didn't know before. You know, uh, he fishes one of the lakes, actually the lake that my cabin is on. And uh, he was telling me, I've been on that lake for, my family's been on that lake for, you know, what, 55 years? I've been on that lake for 40. That dude was telling me things about that lake I had no idea about. He's just... You know, one of these guys that is just super knowledgeable. All he has to do is have somebody give him a topic or ask him a question and the guy can just go on and on and on. He's one of those dudes. And uh, yeah, he's a good guy. I would definitely check out his podcast, especially with the upcoming fishing opener, which is, let's see, we're at the end of March. So, man, like what, seven weeks away? Eight weeks away? Something like that? Some of this information that that guy throws out there, dude, it's good stuff. I'm telling you. And um, he's also a, a a fun-loving northern Minnesotan, so obviously he's uh, got style to lend and looks for days. Correct? All right. Um, like I said, today is just like one of these weird days because I'm such a big proponent of people who do podcasts or do radio uh, when they mention something. Uh, it's like the the gun law. Is that the what do you want to call it? Like the I don't know, whatever whatever the term is. But basically, if you're Uh, If you're at a play and somebody mentions a gun or shows a gun, that gun must be fired at some point throughout the play. And I feel the same way when people will mention a song or a piece of audio or a viral video, and then they just mention it and don't play you what they're talking about. I feel like, dude, you should probably figure out a way to do that, which we are. We're in the process of it. Today was just kind of one of these um, curveballs. Walked into the studio, and there's like nine guys in there uh, all recording a sports podcast. And I I was asked to join. I know nothing. I mean, these guys, I know a little bit about sports. Enough to know that uh, the Badgers ain't going to make it out of the uh, second round. Probably not even out of the first round because they're playing UNC uh, for the NCAA tournament, which we'll talk a little bit more about later in the week since it is coming up. And, uh, man, a year ago this week, I was supposed to be in San Francisco watching the first round of the NCAA tournament with my buddy Jeff And that's when everything, you know, went tits up and, you know, I was just thinking about it. Like, it doesn't feel, I know a year has been a long time, but man, this does kind of feel like a blink, right? Like, we just woke up one day and they were like, hey, a year ago is when the whole country shut down. And you're like, what the what? When did that happen? But um, I am feeling like, uh, you know, a little nostalgic I think the NCAA tournament is kind of bringing me back to a year ago and just like that feeling of letdown, you know, of like, oh, man. I was just looking forward to just drinking craft beers for three days in San Francisco and watching basketball with a couple of buds, and then that gets all ripped away from you. And this year, not going. Just going to hang out with my brother-in-law and, uh, I mean, probably do the same, just not in San Francisco, but uh, just drink some beers, watch the games. Uh, I think my first bracket, I took Ohio State. To win, which I don't have any money on this one. I'm way, I can give it a few more days. I kind of want to feel it out a little bit. The thing that drives me nuts about that NCAA bracket is you will put in hours of effort and of research to figure out who it is that you feel has the best shot of making the Sweet 16, the Final Four, winning the championship. And then you get what? Maybe, maybe if you're lucky, half of them, right? But yet the gal down in accounting who's doing the company pool of brackets she was like well I like blue better than red so I choose the blue team and I liked yellow better than green so I chose the green team and then there was the purple team and they were playing the blue team again so I decided to go with purple because blue had already won one time and you're like what and she ends up winning the whole damn thing that's the part of that NCAA bracket that drives me bananas but uh, we'll talk a little bit more about it. I'm sure there's more to unfold. That gets going on Thursday. But in the meantime, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast on Spotify. You can do it on Apple Podcasts. You can do it on Stitcher. You can find me on Instagram at Rudy underscore Pavish. Thank you once again for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. <laughs>